0: Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee with your daily devotional. Reading from the classic collection of J.I. Packer. Selected uh, writings from uh, a broad cross-section of his books. This one from uh, today that I want to read is from his 2008 book called Honoring the People of God. And it's, it's all about uh, uh, some of history's uh, finest Christian thinkers and uh, and leaders uh, down through the years. And uh, Packer just wanted to reflect on some of their lives. This will be a reflection on the life of Francis Schaeffer uh, today. So I, I want to read that in a second, but he spins off of a, a passage in Philippians chapter four, which just happens to be Kim Thomas's favorite set of verses. In the New Testament, I mean, these are definitely right up there for her, um, and uh, I'll read just a little bit more. He he's going to just spin off of Philippians four, um, verse eight, but I'm going to give you all of Kim's favorite verses, which are four, chapter four, verse four through eight. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your forbearing spirit be known to all. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses surpasses all comprehension, shall guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then here's verse 8, the one that uh, Packer's going to spring from as he talks about Francis Schaeffer. Verse 8 of Philippians 4. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is anything of excellence and anything worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things. And uh, I love that verse eight as well. Uh, Kim tells me that the best way for her to remember it is is she uses that acronym thurple which isn't really a word, but THERPAL, T-H. You know, THERPAL, and it gives her, she says, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, um, lovely, whatever is of good repute, and if there's anything uh, of any excellence, anything worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things such a great great passage let's see what J I Packer uh, as he talks about Francis Schaeffer man this is just a feast for me today because i love both of those look up to uh, both of those men uh, who over the years before they went home to glory um uh, left a, an an amazing uh, body of work in terms of their writings but lived exemplary lives as well and uh, here's uh, uh, here's Packer talking about Schaefer's life, just like that. Francis Schaefer embodied to an outstanding degree qualities of which English speaking evangelicalism at the time was very short. Schaefer did seven things at least that other evangelicals, by and large, were not doing. And lest you worry, I mean, Packer is the king of, he can do seven things in about two paragraphs, and it's it's brilliant. He's just so um, uh, right to the point. He cuts right to the chase. And here's the here are the seven things. First, with Schaefer's flair for the didactic communication, he coined new and pointed ways of expressing old thoughts. The quote true truth of Revelation. And anybody who's read Schaeffer knows he talks about true truth all the time. So the mannishness of human beings, the upper story and the lower story, these are all terms that uh, if you're familiar with Francis Schaeffer's work, uh, you'd be familiar with these phrases um, and, and so that of of divided uh, of the divided Western Western mind. Second, says Packer of Schaefer, with Schaefer's gift of empathy, he listened to and dialogued with the modern secular world as it expressed itself in literature and art, which most evangelicals were too concerned in their own subculture to do. That's so true. We need to not sequester or compartmentalize ourselves away so much that we aren't aware of what's going on in the world around us third says packer of schaefer he threw light on things that secularists take for granted by tracing them to their source in the history of thought a task for which few evangelicals outside the seminaries had the skill and that's so true um so appreciate that in reading Schaefer and in reading Packer for that matter. Fourth, says Packer of Schaefer, he cherished a vivid sense of the ongoing historical process, of which we are all part, and offered shrewd analysis concerning the likely effect of current Christian and secular developments. So he saw uh, the the contemporary um, state of the church in the context of the world in which it lived and really was able to, uh, offer shrewd analysis on, uh, on what kind of an effect the current of Christian thought was, it was, was likely to have fifth. He felt focused, um, and dwelt on the dignity and tragedy of sinful human beings rather than their grossness and nastiness. And so here is where we remind ourselves over and over again that, uh, Uh, For Christians, for those of us who are Bible believers, for those of us who have received God's grace and the good news of the gospel and embraced it, uh, there are no repugnant others. There can be no repugnant others. Why? Because we were the repugnant other, and yet Christ had mercy on us. God the Father showed his great love for us, uh, when Jesus came and died on the cross for we, the real and only repugnant others toward God. So there can, when you've received His grace, you, there can be no repugnant others. And and Schaefer, I think, uh, so good at at uh, uh, showing us the the dignity and the tragedy of sinful human beings, rather than their grossness and nastiness. Sixth, uh, says Packer of Schaefer, he linked the passion for orthodoxy with a life of love to others as the necessary expression of gospel truth. All right, so he linked the passion for orthodoxy, that is correct doctrine true to the original, with a life of love to others. So it's speaking the truth in love, as Ephesians 4 would say, as the necessary expression of gospel truth. And he censored the all too common unlovingness of frontline fighters for that truth. Hmm. Yeah, t- all too common. Too many people yelling, get off my lawn! And too many people yelling and shaming others instead of uh, speaking gospel truth with love, right? Seventh, says Packer of Schaeffer. He celebrated the wholeness of created reality under God and stressed that the Christian life must be a corresponding whole, a life, in which truth, goodness, and beauty are valued together and sought with equal zeal. Having these emphases institutionally incarnated at Le Brie, and that was the um, sort of the community life center, and there are several of them around the world now, but uh, for Francis and Edith Schaefer um uh, as they as they did their work and did it out of liberty there um they basically institutionalized these emphases that is they they put it in play in a formal structure his ministry understandably attracted attention for it was intrinsically masterful and it was also badly needed that's true yeah, that living it out is badly needed, very much needed in our day and time as well. So whether you come to the village chapel or not, uh whatever uh local church community you might be a part of, you are if you belong to Jesus, you belong to everyone else who belongs to Jesus and we collectively, we together are the people of God. And uh man, let's let's pray that the gospel will be visible in our deeds and audible in our words. Thank you, J.I. Packer, for reminding us about uh, the life of Francis Schaeffer and uh, this selection from your book, honoring, uh, from Packer's book, rather, honoring the people of God. Recommend that uh, reader to you. Let me pray for our day. Lord, thank you so much for today. Pray for each and every one of us that we'd be able to embody these seven truths Uh, that Packer has pointed out about the life of Francis Schaeffer. And uh, more than anything, Lord, that uh, we might be your ambassadors in this world, that others uh, might look at us and and that uh, in some way our lives might point them to Jesus, Uh, that, Lord, they would hear the gospel and see the gospel at work in our lives thank you for your great love for us for your grace and mercy at work in our lives now lord send us out into the world to reflect that uh to others as well in jesus name we pray amen and amen god bless you daily devotions with pastor jim thomas is a resource of the village chapel in nashville tennessee if you find this daily devotional beneficial leave a review and share it with friends and family For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Kagey.